I'm Edwina Stott and this is the RFDS Queensland Section podcast. In this three-part series, you'll hear the stories of three different nursing careers from within the organisation. From an outback flight nurse, to a male flight nurse and a former nurse, now our CEO. This time you'll hear from Charleville-based flight nurse Courtney Bylett. Courtney grew up in the city but always longed to be on the family property. She started her nursing career in the remote regions of Western Australia before returning home to Queensland to join the Flying Doctor. She's now been with the service for eight years and she says she's learnt a lot in her time. I caught up with her and began by asking her about where she grew up. So I grew up in Brisbane, so very metropolitan. However, my mum's side of the family comes from Blackhall, which is Western Queensland. So, you know, we spent a lot of time as kids going back and forth between the property and the city. So moving out to the bush wasn't a scary thing for me. It was more like moving home. And did you always know you wanted to be a nurse? Well, funny you say that. When I actually finished school, I wanted to go do paramedics. And then I was advised, well, mum kind of said to me, oh, it's a bit, I don't know if you're ready for that. It's a bit scary and, you know, all the things you'll be confronted with. And, you know, I was a good girl and listened to my parents and was like, well, we'll do nursing first to start with. And, well, actually applied for a lot of things at uni, but nursing was what I got into and did nursing and love nursing. And obviously kind of my passion lied with rural and emergency kind of nursing. And then, you know, did a bit of nursing here, there and everywhere and ended up kind of going, I think I want to end up with the flying doctors and kept studying to get the qualifications that I needed to before I applied for the flying doctors. Were there other careers that you were interested in at that time? All I wanted to do was go work back out on the property, really. So I was interested in becoming a vet, like a large animal vet, and then also very interested in school teaching and doing senior science and physiological education. So health, some form of health or um, science was always kind of what I wanted to study. So what was it that you loved about nursing? It's as corny as it sounds is helping people and making them feel better or kind of going, that's what's wrong with you. We can treat that and watching them improve and that the people, you know, most of the people in general like being helped and like being able to feel better. And does nursing or medicine run in your family? No, not really. I can't, my dad is an, an ex-Navy boy. My mum worked with food technology and then runs an interior decorating business. My mum's side of the family all comes from rural Queensland working on property, so I was kind of a bit of left field, but my parents pretty much were happy for me to do anything that <laughs> involved me getting a career or getting a job. So how did you start your journey towards rural nursing? When I finished my nursing, I did my grad year in rural Queensland and very much kind of set my eyes on getting as many skills as I could get to become a rural nurse and stay working in the, you know, with the rural communities. I wanted to go a bit more remote. So I kind of knew I needed my midwifery to increase my knowledge and the hospital I was at was happy to help me do that. So I studied, studied full time and worked full time to get my midwifery skills which I loved because I just thought, you know, I'm getting the more skills I've got, the better I'll, I'll be it going as far, far rural as I can go, I guess. And I very much enjoy that rural nursing is a jack of all trades, whereas, you know, city nursing is you're very, you've got great skills in certain areas, 
Whereas I feel that, yeah, out here we're jack of all trades. From that I went, oh, I need to... I was working in a small town when I need to get some more skills. So I went and packed up my life and jumped in a car and then just travelled working in different hospitals in WA and went from hospital to hospital on a country-to-coast program that Western Australia runs and then wow. worked in some bigger emergency hospitals to get more skills and completely love that. It sounds like you experienced a lot early on in your career then. Well, surprisingly, I think, like, the biggest eye-opener was doing my grad year in rural Australia and them going, "Radio, you're a nurse now. It's like, whoa, 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 I've just finished uni. Like, <laughs> I'm not ready. And they're like, no, off you go. So very much we were thrown in the deep end to start with and I think that's what accelerated my love or want to study more about what I was doing. And are there any experiences from those early days that really stand out for you when you look back on that time? Oh, well, yes, delivering a baby. You know, when I first started, I delivered a baby in a car park while I was a a junior nurse, not even a midwife. That was quite confronting. Um, And from that, (laughs) quite stressful. And we couldn't really do much else apart from me and the orderly assisting her to deliver a baby in the car park. And it, it sounds quite traumatic, but it was actually quite easy for the lady. It was her 10th baby, so it was no dramas for her. I was, you know, I was very nervous, very nervous junior nurse that was going, what the hell have I done? But, um, you know, it was all good learning curve. And so lots of those things. I mean, I was a very typical junior nurse that, you know, a lot of days, like right in the beginning, you end with tears and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I feel, why have I made this decision? But the good days definitely outweighed the bad days. So it was easy to keep going on. How varied were all the towns that you did work in? Look, it's, it was very different. The places that I worked in were very different places. So I worked in Kalgoorlie, which is a very big mining town, but still, like, the general population is the same, but a lot more that itinerant workers. And then I worked in Port Hedland, which is, again, a mining town and a co- is on the coastal borders. So, again, and Port Hedland also has a fairly Indigenous population as well. And then I worked in Fitzroy Crossing, which is predominantly Aboriginal and a lot of community Indigenous people. So lots of different skills or, or lots of different patients I came across throughout my time. And you were living in all these towns too. What was that like? I think the hardest thing was leaving the towns. I've always been one to give an adventure a go. Like moving around wasn't, you know, when I packed up in Charvel and left, my parents were like, well, you packed up and left, you know, Brisbane and went to uni in Toowoomba and you packed up and you moved to Charvel. Like none of that was a big surprise to them. But, yeah, I think a lot of all that's, you know, with all junior nurses or all nurses, everything you, I suppose everything in general, you just got to give things a go and give it, your best effort and so like I moved to the small towns joined some sporting groups and then became quite good friends with everyone so the hardest bit was leaving and going to the next town and doing that all over again. So after that you moved to Moree what did you do there? Um, So, yeah, I moved to Moree and worked in the maternity department in Moree for a couple of months. So worked straight as a midwife, which was quite different because I've always just done it like on the side or a few shifts here and a few shifts there. So working straight in maternity was a bit different. It's definitely a whole new world because you're looking after well people rather than sick people. 
but I very much enjoyed it. Got a bit of everything. Moree is uh, like a, a small country hospital, but it deals with quite a lot. So even though it's not meant to do high-risk births, you can't stop the high-risk ladies from not getting out of town in time. So deal with everything from prem labours through to, you know, the full people having seizures. So it's another, again, great learning curve that I learnt very quickly and steeply. <laughs> and where did you go from Moree? From Moree, I moved back to Charvel with the Flying Doctors. So it was pretty much five years of studying and working to get to it, yeah. What was it like finding out you were going to be joining the RFDS? Very daunting and one of the most exciting things to have been given the opportunity and then to think that you're that you've got the skills and then it's another thing to go oh dear now I need to prove my skills so it was kind of one of the most exciting and nerve-wracking times. How different was it working for the RFDS compared to the other environments you'd be working in beforehand? Completely different it's it's funny the complete difference changing your facilities of being in an emergency room with extra people to call on and ask for help all of a sudden you're in the back of the plane and it's you and you don't have any backup it's you (laughs) you sometimes have a doctor with you if not the doctor's on the end of the phone and trying to restrain a patient and ring a doctor is quite stressful at times so it's a huge game changer going from being in a hospital to being in a tiny little cylinder of a plane 20,000 feet in the air and what was it like moving back to Charleville You know, moving back to a community that you know and love. I had lived there for a couple of years, years before. So it was absolutely lovely coming home and, you know, you see everyone at the grocery store and they're like, oh, what are you doing back? I'm like, oh, I'm back with the flying doctors. And when people, you know, go, oh, that's so great. It's it's really heartwarming to know that people, one, think you're good enough for the job and two, to be able to look after people that you do know. What is it that you love about living and working in Charleville? Just the small towns. I mean, sometimes it's a bit painful and you don't have a private life. But I also run a little cafe in town on the side now. So, you know, I keep up, you know, you know where everyone's at. Everyone looks after you. So, and you get to look after everyone else as well. So, you know, when we get called to jobs now, you know who that person is. And, you know, sometimes I'll get a message from someone going, oh, do you know who's on shift today? And I say, it's me. And they're like, oh, it's my son that's sick. And you're like, no problems. Like, I'll go up and see him now. So giving that extra bit of care is like is what makes a difference out here and even because um Charleville based we do so many clinics so we not only know our town we know all all west of us as well so you know when we go to accidents out there they know who we are too and it makes a difference when you can say mate it's you know I'm on my way this is what we're going to do and they you know it's a familiar voice it's familiar sound and just allays a lot of stresses So what's a typical day like for you in the RFDS? There is no typical day and that's what's so good about it. It can be, you know, clinic days, you know, you're at work at six and you're home by six, but even on a clinic day, anything can happen. So, you know, you can start your day going, these are my patients booked in and then, you know, halfway through the clinic you get a call and someone's come off a motorbike or they've a stick's gone through their leg or they've come off a horse or you never know what's going to happen. And I think that's what gets you the adrenaline rush to keep going. So, no, I love that part of it. Is there a job that you've been tasked with that stands out as particularly remarkable? 
Oh, geez, I'd have to think about it. I've got so many jobs that mean so much to us. A lot of jobs that mean a lot is moving ladies in premature labour and just being like that face that they know and being able to calm them down. Anything maternity is just giving that women that little bit of extra care and holding their hands. But, you know, we go to a lot of accidents and a lot of patients that have had a cardiac arrest and, you know, as soon as we go to them and you can talk to them or talk to the family, they're always the ones that, you know, stick in our head and, you know, remind us that this is why we do the job is because we know what we're doing. We do have limited equipment, but we do the best we can with what we've got. One of the things I keep saying to people, they're like, oh, well, you know, how do you go from day to day when you go to these accidents? I said, well, you know, we're doing the best we can with this, what we've got. And other than that, these people live out in the middle of nowhere. So, you know, there's there's things that happen when you live out in the middle of nowhere and services that are, you know, a bit few and far between. So most people do understand that too. You obviously see and experience a lot when you're working. Do you find the job challenging emotionally? Um, sometimes. In general, I think I'm one of those people that go, every day's an interesting day. Like I come home, like I have a little coffee shop on the side and, you know, people come in and complain about, oh, you know, the dress is the wrong colour. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't have the dress in, you know, white. Last night I was at a cardiac arrest. Like I kind of go, oh, people need perspective. But then I think, you know, everyone's got a different norm. And my norm is the emergency side of things that we go to. And do you find nursing really gives you a sense of perspective on things? Absolutely. I'm very much, my mum says it to me all the time. And I'm like, mum, is anyone dying? No, stop stressing. She's like, well, it's different for you, darling, isn't it? (laughs) I was like, it is, mum, it is, mum. And I think it gives me perspective on a lot of things where, you know, you start stressing. I'm like, okay, all my limbs are attached and I'm breathing you need to take a breath and move on. We can deal with this, you know, tomorrow or you can just think about it and we'll get back to it. What would you say to someone who was thinking of joining the RFDS as a fight nurse? Well, yes, it is a daunting job, but it's all about, you know, you've you got to work for what you want. I always say you've got to work hard to party hard. So, you know, you've got to do the hours, you've got to do the study and you've got to love what you're doing. And if that is what you want to do... You've just got to keep working hard to get to it. And once you get your skills, you get in, you know, you you do a lot of training to get where you are. And if we, you know, we have our doors open for people once they've got the skills and we do a lot of training within the organisation, it's definitely an organisation that has great learning opportunities within it. We do a lot of in-house education. Ongoing upskilling is very important to them. And what's your favourite part of the job? Oh, I think the team I work with is probably the highlight is, you know, there's a handful of doctors, handful of nurses, handful of pilots, and they're not only your colleagues, they're your mates, they're, you know, they're almost like your good brothers, your brothers and sisters. Like, I don't think of, I think of the people that I fly with, I'm like, geez, they know more about me sometimes than my friends do. Like, you know, when it's 3am in the morning and you're chatting to the pilot, you're like, far out, we'll, you know, we've been talking the last couple of hours, we've got to find something else to talk about. So you end up talking about some very deep stuff with <laughs> with your colleagues at all sorts of hours. They often know a little bit more about ourselves than I think we do sometimes. And is working for the Flying Doctor as good as you thought it would be? 
Oh, absolutely. Love it. I think the biggest difference between working in a hospital to now working for the flying doctors is the the thank yous that we get from the community and from patients. And, you know, when we go to any kind of accident or emergency and you get there and, you know, there's only two or three of you helping them. So you mean a lot more to them. And then when we can give them a ring a day later or a few days later and see where they're at and they say, thank you so much. And, you know, it means a lot more than people think that it means. Like a thank you is, is I don't know what the word is. It, it touches everyone, I think. That was RFDS flight nurse Courtney Bylett talking to me from Charleville. If you enjoyed that chat, don't forget to take a listen to the two other episodes in this series where you'll hear from a male flight nurse and a former nurse, now our CEO. You can find them wherever you find your podcasts, just search for Royal Flying Doctor. I'm Edwina Stott and this was the RFDS Queensland section podcast. Catch you next time.